0: coming up in this episode of Abundantly Charged in pursuit of relationships that are authentic and genuine. Don't go away.
1: Welcome to the premiere season of Abundantly Charged. We're your hosts, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter, and Jill Lewis, CEO of Brilliance and Beyond. In this season, we'll mix interviews and great conversations with in-depth thinking around key social and emotional skills, we need as educators to keep us fully prepared to successfully navigate the demands of teaching and leading in the 21st century classrooms. The demands of the educational system have never been stronger. While we all know we need transformative change to revolutionize this troubled system, ensuring our own high-powered social and emotional skills will help each of us navigate these changes while developing these critical skills in our students, too. Join us as we explore how we remain abundantly charged.
0: Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of Abundantly Charged. I'm Dr. Grant Chandler.
1: And I'm Jill Lewis, and together Grant and I are very excited to welcome you to this episode of Abundantly Charged on the topic of relationship skills.
0: In this episode, we'll learn what the relationship skills competency means, how as adults in the world of education can thrive when having a plethora of relationship skills, and walk away with ways that allow you and others to remain abundantly charged.
1: When people have an effective way to engage in interacting with others, it is because their relationship skills have been honed and developed. They've had opportunities to be able to practice those and get feedback immediately. They are the cornerstone of the effectiveness of our environment and how we live and work together day in and day out. And positive relationships can mitigate stress, illness, and even create longevity.
0: So what are those relationship skills, Jill? According to Castle, the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning, quote, relationship skills are the abilities to establish and maintain healthy and supportive relationships and to effectively navigate settings with diverse individuals and groups, unquote. We have to intentionally develop our relationship skills and how to build relationships and keep the relationship alive even after disagreements. In some ways, the pandemic has made it more difficult in doing so, yet there isn't a better time in the world's history to be in a pandemic. I say this because... The advances in technology, in medicine, in brain research have vastly improved over the past 100 years since the last pandemic gripped the world.
1: You know, before we can build positive relationship skills, we must be able to identify and recognize what positive relationships are. Dr. Henry Cloud has worked and completed extensive research on understanding the effects of relationships on people in every facet of their lives.
0: He breaks down relationships into four corners of connection. No connection, bad connection, pseudo connection, and real connection. Let's fully charge into understanding what these types of connections are.
1: Now, the no connection zone, which is corner one, is disconnection. It is the no connection zone. Zero, zip, nada, absolutely none. Now, this type of relationship is one of disconnection and withdrawal. Corner one is where the person feels unheard and misunderstood and even isolated. They are unable to support others, themselves, and often are even unaware of other people.
0: People in the no connection zone may show lower energy levels, concentration, and motivation. They show a lack of trust and hope and purpose. Their performance includes disorganization, feeling trapped, and their focus is diminished.
1: Moving on to corner two, this is a bad connection. Cloud describes this corner as being attracted to a relationship who has the effect of making you feel inferior or not good enough. Power over how one views their self has been given to that person. The one who feels not good enough dwells in what is said about them and creates that very mental image of themselves in that manner. The sense of how they are viewed in the world become the exact words of not enough.
0: you know, students and adults alike in the bad connection zone are constantly seeking approval. They feel they have to sell their ideas more. They take disappointment and feedback as a belief of not being good enough. Their performance stops as they are constantly trying to dazzle and win the praises of the person in this bad connection zone with
1: them. These first two corners are really rough. And so many people live in these two corners, which is exactly why social and emotional learning is one critical aspect of remaining abundantly charged.
0: The pseudo corner is the endorphin high. This relationship looks good for a moment and one feels cool. And you, know, you, even, you even feel like you're on top of the world. Think of that celebrity status feeling, the likes, the comments, even from mere strangers are more important than the journey of the work, the grit, and the perseverance it took to get there. Simply pull up YouTube, Snapchat, or TikTok. How many likes can I get? How many people are responding that I really have a connection with? It feels great in the moment and the dopamine starts setting off all those bells and whistles only to move more rapidly to the next like, love, or thumbs up sign on the next post.
1: When people remain in these corners for any amount of time, they are constantly looking for comfort, a place to show a positive perspective of what their life is. They are still searching for true connection. It is a feel-good space with something regrettable later, One of the ways to know you are here is that your performance shows procrastination. You're constantly looking for the next high when things get tough. And oftentimes people fall back to corner one or even stay in corner two and then back again and again, repeating those vicious cycles of trying to connect with something or someone.
0: So the real connection corner is where you are authentic and genuine. What does that mean? You can show up with all your quirks, beliefs, questions, and even an ugly cry or two if needed. People in corner four relationships are fully vested in allowing the other to show up, wholly present, known, and understood.
1: As a human species, we are hardwired to connect on deep levels. Cooperation and collaboration is what has moved us forward from the industrial revolution to the technological revolution, and so on and so forth. Strong relationships build life-altering solutions.
0: And this is exactly what we think educators need right now. Strong relationships where they can connect with each other to problem-solve all of the craziness in their sphere of influence right now. So how do you identify whether you have Corner 4 relationships?
1: Corner 4 relationships provide you with fuel, fuel that continues you onward to a higher performance. There is freedom that allows for autonomy, choice, and power, and responsibility and empowerment for choosing the type of freedoms you have. Another reason Corner 4 relationships are so important is when we fail. That corner four relationship helps you accept failure, learn from it, and then grow. You do not get stuck, but you are able to continue with mindset of accepting the challenges of failure.
0: You know, Jill, recently you shared with me as part of a coaching program with Robin Pugh, you were asked to reach out to three people, a colleague, a friend, and a family member, to ask them about their perspective on your strengths. Your oldest son, who is now grown, said this to you, encapsulating every part of why we need corner four relationships. Quote In everything you do, you're confident. You're not afraid to go get it. You aren't afraid to fall on your face or fail because that's how you learn, get better, make improvements to ultimately reach your goal. You continue to think differently and you are brave enough to do so. Uh, Unquote. Tell us a little more of why that really resonated with you.
1: Well, Grant, first of all, um, you know, just to hear that, it's, it's pretty touching. When your grown children are able to reflect and articulate something like this back to you, it makes me proud to know the message was observed and learned. What stuck out to me was how often he must have seen me fail. And then the realization of not staying in that failure. I also found it fascinating that he he used that word brave. Um, I have never even thought of putting bravery as a description of my types of strengths. Others, absolutely, but my own, no. It is a powerful word to use as a descriptor. Yet when we have corner four relationships, we can be brave. We can endure hardships and pandemics and constant turning to accommodate the day-to-day changes within the educational system and our life as a whole. We can have the courage to charge forward because there is a safe place to land.
0: Dr. Cloud refers to this place as human thriving. There is no toxicity or energy loss. You have a mutual connection where you positively influence each other. Your gifts and talents are utilized and celebrated here for yours and others' growth. Here's a challenge Take stock in your relationships. This is a loaded challenge, my friends. <laughs> Take stock in your relationships. Can you identify at least one person you can describe? As a corner for relationship. Next week, join Jill and I when we bring to you Jean Shannon, an educator and business leader who is masterful at the art of building relationships through curiosity.
1: Abundantly charged means not only having developed strong social and emotional skills, but also having the ability to recharge and continuously grow our abilities when the demands on our lives and on our profession as educators seem to drain them. In essence, we have to have the ability to remain abundantly charged.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Abundantly Charged. New episodes drop every Tuesday afternoon, beginning January 18th and running through March 22nd. We'll take a break and then return with season two in mid-April. Abundantly Charged is a production of Students Matter, LLC, and Brilliance and Beyond, LLC. Our show's theme music, Something Different, was written and performed by Reveille and obtained through Soundstripe.com. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss an episode. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it could also be found on our website at abundantly-charged.captivate.fm slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. We would love to hear what you like. Until next time, remember, let's remain Abundantly Charged.